2: Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.
3: Hi, Boomer Geo. Coming to you live from the Bill Ford Tough studio on the fan and CBS Sports Network. The NFL insiders are out there and they're creating rumblings and you can hear the thunder about a particular famous quarterback. But I know there's something you wanted to give me an update on before we get into those rumblings and how it may or may not affect the New York Jets. Now, you didn't tell me what this was earlier, so I'm very, very interested to find out what this update is. Well, I told you
4: yesterday that I was going to be making a call to a dentist down in Baltimore. For our Eddie for jockey, uh, Eddie the picks jockey, Eddie the picks jockey for his teeth. Yep. So now I'm immersed in this thing now, of course, and uh, of course want to follow through on you know saying what we were trying to do for him, and we see that there's over thirteen thousand for his GoFundMe page, so we feel like this is a realistic thing to have happen. So I had a a, t- a call with a dentist in Baltimore uh, yesterday who couldn't have been any nicer. Knows all about the story. His office uh, people brought him uh, the GoFundMe page. He saw Eddie's mouth, and he goes, "Yeah, he does need new teeth, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. I said, so to what level do you think we need to go here? And he goes, well, I don't know. I have to do an exam first. I have to do a mock-up on him and see exactly what he needs, what he's capable of handling, and what we have to do. So I have a dentist appointment set up for Eddie in Baltimore this Friday at 1 o'clock. So now it's up to Eddie to get his ass to the dentist at one o'clock on Friday to make sure that, you know, he can get a new set of teeth. Now, I told the dentist and the dentist saw how much is in the uh, GoFundMe page. I said, look, I'm not asking anybody to do anything for free. Um, You know, I just our listeners have all supported him because he is. Made money for our listeners. We've, we've asked our listeners, maybe give him a little vig on a win, even though he hasn't been on a winning track the last couple of yeah, months. lost again last night. Yeah. And I feel bad for him. So, uh, we, we have it all set up now. Now it's up to Eddie. To, to get to the uh, to the dentist.
3: All right. So how about this? How about in a uh, one hour from now at the top of the eight o'clock hour, we will call Eddie and we'll put him on the air and we will explain this to him and how you have gone out of your way and you're using your free time to talk to
1: dentists. And dentists yesterday. are
4: setting up schedules for him. So one o'clock on Friday, this Friday, he can go in and get his initial consultation so the dentist can see it. Just how messed up his teeth are
3: okay all right very good so that is i think a great start and he better not give any excuses about how he can't go he's got to find a ride he's got plenty of time uh today is tuesday uh we will figure this out for him but we will talk to him coming up at 8 a.m explain all of this to him and make sure that he gets to this dentist He's
4: time to be like a mature adult grown man you know what i'm saying yes absolutely absolutely you want your teeth you got your money we're gonna get you some teeth
3: <laughs> all right so uh stay tuned for that i'm sure that'll be great i, I could just hear him now like i gotta be home that day i'm waiting for a package boomer i'm g- gotta be home with my government phone I can't-, I can't go to the dentist uh all right so that'll be fun talking to eddie in just uh just a little bit so here's the uh nfl insider stuff i was alluding to so ian rapaport on the pat mcafee show said if the packers get the right package they could do a deal for Aaron Rodgers. Adam Schefter said that the Packers and Rodgers are fully aware that a trade is a very real scenario this off season. So now you've got two of the heavy hitters in the NFL. This is a little bit different than the baseball guys in the off season because the baseball guys throw out everything 75% of it doesn't come true and it's just infuriating. With these football insiders, I feel like they don't throw everything out there except for the ESPN report with Adam Schefter and Condoleezza Rice coaching the Browns. But other than that, they don't normally throw stuff out there that's just crazy, right? So now it's making me think that this now is a realer possibility. I never thought that it was. I'm thinking, why in the hell would this guy leave at this point? I know he had a down year, but still, he won back-to-back MVPs with Matt LaFleur. You know, I know they've had their disappointments in the playoffs. They got hot towards the end of the year. He did hurt his thumb this year. That was a big part of things. Well, why would you leave the Green Bay Packers and that legacy? Brett Favre didn't want to go somewhere else, but then when they told him that he had to, then he got pissed off with the Jets, went to the Vikings, and everything else. I mean, the Packers want Aaron Rodgers. They signed him to that massive contract. He accepted it. Now, one year after that, he's getting shopped around to other teams. It's nuts
4: it is nuts it's crazy but you know maybe he just wants to get out of green bay maybe he wants to go to vegas again you know that's going to be a place obviously where you know devonte adams is but i i don't know how many teams can pay him what green bay is scheduled to pay him that that is a huge number and that's the number that i'm using for joe burrow moving forward i'm yes. looking at that number right there and i'm saying there is your next big contract and that's where I would think that that number is going to start somewhere around what, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers is making right now, especially if Joe Burrow wins this week, goes on to the Super Bowl, and then wins the Super
3: Bowl. Oh, my goodness. I mean, that it's like, here's the blank check, fill it out. We'll figure it out right. later. And by
4: the way, I've, I've always said the Bengals have always paid their quarterbacks. They have all, Mike Brown, I, you can say whatever you want about. You know, a low money team and whatever, but they've always paid their quarterbacks. They paid Andy Dalton well. They paid Carson Wentz well. Uh, Carson Palmer well. They paid me well. Um, you know, Kenny Anderson was played reasonably well for when he played. You know, but uh, it was just the price of doing business, and, and Mike knows that. You know, Mike was a quarterback
3: himself. Yeah. No. Absolutely. So, as far as Aaron Rodgers and the Jets are concerned, I know that Jet fans are dreaming. I know that Nathaniel Hackett came in for an interview and he worked with him in Green Bay, I mean, I guess... That would when, be unbelievable. Of course it would be unbelievable. And I'm actually reading, so, you know, just in, in, in trying to find certain opinions on the Jets or insiders of Aaron Rodgers and the Jets, so there's actually, you know, SB Nation has, like, a site for each team out there? Yes. So they, the, the Packers site actually wrote... The New York Jets are the best place for Aaron Rodgers to finish his career. This is the headline. The Packers are no longer in a strong position to compete for a Super Bowl, but the Jets are ready and should be willing. This is not from the Jets standpoint, this is from the Packers standpoint. That would be unbelievable. That would be that, you know,
4: do you realize what that would mean? Here, I mean, that, of course that, I then, it may, then it makes total sense to get Nathaniel Hackett in here.
3: Yes, but uh, now I, I thought this was a total impossibility. I even said a couple of weeks ago. I was None like, the Jets could afford them <sighs> But, I, you know, I said a couple of weeks ago, you know, we're going to hear this Aaron Rodgers of the Jets stuff. and We're like, it's just stupid. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. I mean, but hell, we've been we've made a lot of errors, man. <laughs> so maybe this is another one of those things. I mean, maybe there actually is something to it. But this is now, I cannot climb into the mind of Aaron Rodgers. Nobody can. Not a single person on earth knows what this man is thinking. I just find it curious that a guy who is of free spirit, has these Costa Rican trips, likes the trip out on I Ayahuasca. I thought it was Peruvian. Oh, that's right. You're right. I always say Costa Rican. Yeah. You always correct me. Peruvian trips. He's got the place in Malibu. He's a California guy. Like, I can't see him. Coming to the Jets to end his career. Who would have ever
4: thought that Brett Favre would have been coming to the Jets if it wasn't for Spank screaming in the parking lot in Hofstra? Let's get Brett. Let's get Brett. It may have never happened, but Mike
3: Tannenbaum figured out a way to make it happen. He did, but Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers, although the similarities are there, two completely different personalities. Yes, they are. Brett Favre would have gone and played in the CFL if someone offered him at that point and nobody offered him in the NFL. He wasn't finishing his career at that point. He felt like he had more left and he really wanted to stick it to the Packers. I don't think that Aaron Rodgers wants to stick it to the Packers. I think that Aaron Rodgers wants to go somewhere where he can really succeed with weapons. And have another shot at a Super Bowl. I think that's what he wants. Yeah, just looking at the Jets' salary cap on spot track right now, Mm -hmm.
4: their cap is already they're already over the cap.
3: Yeah, but this is not the time. Like, there's there's so many things that are going to happen to clear space up, right? So, like, we do this every year. I know
4: I know that they can move things around. I'm just telling you where they are right now, and I can tell you exactly. Uh, the contract that uh, Green Bay has given um, Aaron Rodgers, if you'd like to know. Right now, I know, but isn't that a lot of that a signing bonus stuff? And It is. Aaron Rodgers signed a three-year, $150 million contract with the Green Bay Packers, uh, including a $40 million signing bonus that he got last year, $150 Just million. Just what's, what's the cap And hit? $150 million guaranteed. So the, the cap hit for him, assuming that he, I guess, I guess there's a way out of this thing right now. Uh, the cap hit right now would be, uh, for 2023, $31 million. The dead cap under this
3: contract, as it is signed, is like 99. Million. Yeah, and we've talked about this several times after post-June but 1st designation. Yeah, but there's and
4: everything something, else. I guess there's some sort of situation where they can get themselves someone out of this. I don't know. It's humble It's it's so hard to figure all this stuff out. And then, well, we don't he have wants, to. If he wants fifty
3: million dollars right. over the next two years, you can't totally hide all that, right? You can't. Now we're not the ones who have to figure it out. Like the Jets and the Packers are the ones that have to figure it out. But if this was an impossibility because of the contract, then guys like Adam Schefter and Ian Rappaport wouldn't be saying that it's a possibility. Exactly. They, they, so, they know. They, they know
4: what's going on. So sure. that's
3: that. That's all I need to know about how this could happen. So I mean. Maybe he would want to go to
4: again to Las Vegas. And remember the other thing too is when these guys get guaranteed money there has to be money in escrow to be able to pay that guaranteed money. And that's yeah. and that's
3: where poor franchises, you know, lose out. Sure. But you who's know? a poor franchise in the NFL? <laughs> right? I mean, is not well, of- I mean
4: like this is why the this is why, you know, the Steelers don't like to give out a lot of guaranteed money. It's why the Bengals try to keep it You know, to a certain number of players that they that they think are, you know, going to be able to see that money. I mean, it's just it's a way of doing business. It's the business behind the business.
3: All right. Let me ask you, because you were in a situation like what Aaron Rodgers is in at some point towards the end of your career, looking for a different place, not working out with a team that drafted you any longer mutual type of split. If you are Aaron Rodgers at this point in his career and you're looking at teams out there and you're going through pros and cons and you get to the Jets, do you believe that what the Jets have right now, if Nathaniel Hackett goes there as the offensive coordinator? That you could win a Super Bowl for that team or, as he mentioned, also win another MVP. Yeah, well, it's kind of
4: interesting that he talked about how he thinks he can win another MVP, which means that he feels like he wants to play. So he's signaling to everybody he wants to play if it's in the right situation. So could you see the Jets being the right situation? Yeah, I could. Really? Definitely could, assuming that they can make the money work. But, you know, I would also think that he'd rather go to Vegas. Be with Devontae Adams again. Who's in a better chance to turn it around in year one? Again, they're both in the AFC, so that means you have five other quarterbacks in this conference that you have to get through. It's not just like, you know, uh, you know, it was Philip Rivers, it was Roethlisberger, it was Manning, it was Brady. Mm-hmm. You know, now it's Herbert, Burrow, Allen, Mahomes, Trevor Lawrence. So it makes it a little bit tougher if you come to the AFC. Sure, absolutely. So then who would be the NFC team that he could go to? How about, you know, he does, I believe, I believe, he does have a house in t- Tennessee, Nashville, Tennessee. What, what about the Tennessee Titans? Yeah,
3: but they've got, like, nothing as far as weapons right now. Wide receiver. They'd have to do a lot. I mean, <clears throat> Derrick Henry's great, but, I mean, they, they got rid of A.J. Brown. You know, they got rid of Corey Davis. They don't, you know, to me, that's a... Uh, you know, I don't think the transfer is going to I know, be the guy
4: gets him to Tennessee. You know, kind of given where Tennessee and Indianapolis are right now. I mean, I, Houston and Indianapolis are right now. You know, you you could win that division kind of like Tom Brady won the division in the uh, the NFC South. You don't have to be you know fourteen and three to win the division. So you know that that's a that's a potential possibility because they do have a good defense. Yeah, and you know having an Aaron Rodgers and 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 Mike Vrabel kind of. Thing. Think about that. And Vrabel also has a, a great
3: relationship with Tom Brady. Sure. Now, I, I do think, though, that because this would have to be a trade, the Packers would prefer to get him out of the conference, obviously. That's true. So he's going to have to look at a lot of these AFC teams if he really does want to leave. I mean, I still think it's a, it's a just, it still feels like more of a pipe dream than not, but I'm starting to turn just a little bit. Oh, and you, maybe because he, he, he's, he's so unpredictable. Does it make sense to you
4: for uh, Lamar Jackson to go to Atlanta?
3: Yeah, I mean, when you mentioned that yesterday, because they were the runners-up when it came to Deshaun Watson, so why not be in on Lamar Jackson as well, right? Yeah, I mean, that was the team that thought they had. I mean, Kyle Pitts tweeted out that he believed he was going to be an Atlanta Falcon. The next thing you know, it turned around, and he was with the Browns. So, yeah, I I do think that that's that's a realistic possibility if he leaves Baltimore. All right, Boomer
1: and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network.
0: Call from Mom. Answer it
3: All right, Boomer and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. This is the first week that we don't have any local football, and we made it all the way till the end of January. Pretty good. That is
4: great. But, you know, uh, football teams are on the tips of everybody's tongues because of the situations that they find themselves in.
3: Absolutely. But the first weekend that we don't have either the Jets or Giants playing and it's going to be almost February. Man, when does the World Baseball Classic start? March. Can't, can't wait, believe. doesn't it? Or is it... It might be February, actually. I'm not sure. Yeah. You see that Dominican team, by the way? No. It's unbelievable. I saw the MLB Network post the lineup. I'm like, that's what Steve Cohen needs to do. <laughs> Just <laughs> get <laughs> all those guys.
4: I think that's what Rob Manfred brought up to our softball game
5: in Tarrytown. <laughs> up in time.
3: <sometime.
5: laughs> that's right. March 8th. 8th. I should say. March, March 8th. 8th starts. March yeah. 8th. Okay. So we're getting there about what? Uh, what is it? Man? About seven weeks away. Don't, don't right. the Mets have
4: like eight players playing in this thing? Oh, God, I think Brandon even, I Nimmo's know. playing for Italy. He is,
3: yeah. I mean, he's the for Italy? least Italian he's guy Wyoming. I've ever seen. I know. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> I know. Just because your name ends in a vowel, Brandon, doesn't mean you play for Italy. How many do you think you
5: could name that on the American team? Because I don't think as many as we think. <sighs> because of situations like that.
3: Yeah, I'm not, I'm not so sure. I don't know. I'll tell you this. Nolan
5: Arenado? There are. Yeah, good one. He is on it. I'll give you. There are two Mets Mookie on it. Mookie Betts. Uh, don't see him here. Is Jeff McNeil playing? Yes, Jeff McNeil is on the roster. Pete Alonso And Pete Alonso's is on the roster. Look at you. We've we'll got exactly pitchers right.
4: pitching in this thing. Isn't Edwin Diaz pitching?
5: Uh, well, I'm doing the American uh, yeah. USA team right now. I'm looking for Mookie Betts. I don't see him on here. I could be wrong. Uh, there is a Met pitcher. Starter? He's a reliever. Reliever. Yes, and not, you wouldn't even think of him as someone, you wouldn't think of him mostly as a tell man. Me tell me that David Robertson, tell me that Adovino is got pitching. it. Right. The USA. How come he's not pitching for What's Italy? You? I yeah, don't I know. know. Seriously. He should be pitching and, for Italy. And there
3: is a Yankee pitcher, a starter. Uh, a Frankie Montas. No. No, he's hurt. He's not going to be even pitching yeah. till like June. Uh, Became a fan favorite last year. Oh,
5: Nestor Cortes. Yes. Yeah. That's pretty good. I tell you, this team is actually good. Well, not actually. Of course, they're good. (laughs) It's a pretty (laughs) stupid thing to say. they one of the best players in America. you got Alonzo and Goldschmidt at first, Story and McNeil at second, Arenado and Bobby Witt Jr. at third. And your shortstops are Tim Anderson and Trey Turner. And Mookie Betts is there. And nobody cares. Betts, Harper. No, I actually think this will do well. You think so? I do.
3: do. I'm sorry to be distracted by something else. They're going to restart that movie that Alec Baldwin killed that woman on the set of? Are you kidding me? They're going to finish that movie? I didn't know that. Is Alec Baldwin going to be in that movie? I mean, I'm assuming he was a main character.
4: You've got to be kidding me. I'm also assuming that there's a lot of people that put a lot of money
3: behind that movie. Therefore... Okay, sorry. You lost all that money because this woman is dead. Like, what are you doing? Who's going to... That just surprised me. Surprised me to see that headline. I I saw all the... Court proceedings
5: that had been going on. I didn't, when I saw that, that's what I thought that was. Nope. That's not what is. We're going to restart the movie. All right, here we go. Pick it up where we left off, everybody. Wow. Come on. Check the guns and let's go.
3: Uh, All right, Jerry, what's happening over
5: there? We are brought to you by Superbook Sports. Visit superbook.com. And we're brought to you by the Progressive New York Boat Show. Visit nyboatshow.com. And they did have the Shane and Dable press conference yesterday to wrap up the season for the Giants. Played some clips last hour. Here was Shane. He was asked. So he talked about wanting and expecting Daniel Jones to be back. Uh, he was asked what a contract would look like for Jones going forward.
3: We're going to get into all that I, again, it takes two you know both sides got to have those conversations we haven't we haven't crossed that bridge yet, so um, there's tools at our disposal um, again, we'll go through several scenarios. It's kind of like I mentioned it last year and Maybe it was at the combine, but the if-then scenarios, you know, you got to go through
5: all those because you don't know, um, you know, how things are going to fall because it's negotiated. tools at their disposals, that I mean, tags, yeah, tags you know, all that stuff, yeah. Uh, here was one from Jones, just talks about working with Jones. This was Dable on Jones.
6: He's done everything that we've asked him to do um, as an offensive staff, and he's done a really good job with, you know, operating and executing our offense.
5: I think he's made strides in a lot of different areas. Yep, I think we would all agree with that. And then, of course, there was the situation, hey, they said they want uh, Saquon Barkley back as well, but we'll see if that works itself out. Then you had the uh, whole situation about losing to the Eagles the way they lost to the Eagles. Not just Saturday night, but also earlier in the season at MetLife Stadium. Um, and Shane was asked if there's a big talent gap between the two clubs.
3: Yeah, I would say yes. Yeah, there's a talent gap there that we need to we need to close, and that's to me, it's the NFC East. I mean, we're one five and one against the NFC East, and if if you win the division, the rest takes care of itself. So that's always going to be a goal of ours, you know, to close that gap and you know be NFC East champs. That's that's about
4: as uh, sane an answer I think I've heard in a long time by a general manager being realistic and using the division record. As the point, uh, as, he, as he points out, just how far the Giants are away from teams in their own division. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think he could say, "Oh,
3: yeah." I mean, we just think a couple things went uh, their way in that game against Philadelphia. You know, ball bounces. I mean, he had to say that. In I mean, the world
4: to see. I know. If you're a Giant fan and you hear that, he's not trying to sell you something. He's telling you exactly what you already know. Yeah, of course. Which is nice,
5: actually. If yes. A, if you're a Giant fan, you're very comfortable with these two running this franchise. Well, <laughs> now we'll see the next set of decisions. Yeah, big offseason, no doubt about it. Uh Josh Allen spoke yesterday, uh a day after he, his season ended, the hands of the Bengals. He was talking about how he has kind of dealt with the injury he suffered uh, in week 9 against the Jets, how he's kind of had to recalibrate things to get through the year. Just kind of felt like
0: maybe I was trying to throw it a little differently mechanically, I had to change a few things um and got away a little bit from um you know how I how I used how I'm used to throwing the ball and Uh, That's just kind of a byproduct of that. But, again, it didn't didn't affect me
5: too much. Okay, fair enough. So, their season's over. Goodbye. Um, (laughs) They lost to the Bengals. A couple from Zach Taylor um, talking about now, A, going forward in a couple of different directions. Number one, they play Kansas City this week in the AFC title game. Clearly, you cannot be thinking about the Super Bowl.
7: You can't look far down the road. You just got to look at the next game in front of you. And I think that's what this team has always done is who's was in front of us. What are we got to do to beat them? Okay, we did it. What are we got to do next week?
5: Yep, that's it. And so next week is the Chiefs, which is now, of course, this Sunday night. When I said two different directions going forward, that's because had they lost, you would have had Buffalo playing Kansas City in Atlanta. They sold tickets. Here he was, a little sarcastic. screwing that up
7: they have to formulate the plans for coin tosses and they got to formulate the plans for neutral site games and we just keep screwing it up for everybody and i hate that for for people that have to endure all those logistical issues and then we just keep screwing it up so i'm sorry
3: let me ask you something (laughs) isn't it true that the same week that the neutral site tickets were being sold the Bengals were also selling tickets if they were hosting this game against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Right. Yeah. They, but that came later in the week. Okay, but so, it still but yeah, happened, right? Yeah, it did. Yeah. One hundred percent. Is Kansas happened. City pissed off about that? Like the Bengals are pissed off about this? No. Not okay. At all, so then, why been, do they care? Well, because the Bengals use
4: it as a motivating tactic, which every coach is always looking for an edge, and that's exactly what they did. Don't
3: you think it's a little
4: hypocritical, though, Uh, that the Bengals themselves are
3: selling tickets for a matchup that didn't happen?
5: Yeah, there's a lot of that going on out there these days.
3: All right, just pointing that out. Okay, okay. Pointing it out. All right.
5: I do remember back in 2007, I believe Jerry Jones handed out family tickets. For the NFC Championship game when the Giants were coming to town and the Giants found out about that.
4: Right. I, I, you could do this for every team, is doing this. I mean, and by the way, you know, the, uh, the Bills would have hosted the Jaguars had the Jaguars beaten, uh, you know, Kansas City and the Bills would have beaten the Bengals. It, AFC Championship game would have been in Buffalo.
5: Did the Bills sell tickets? Yeah, I'm sure they did. <laughs>
3: yep. Oh, no. exactly. Oh boy, where's the Demar Hanlon clone going to be this weekend? Is he going to show up somewhere? That whole thing—that's this big conspiracy theory that he oh, wasn't there. It. It's Ay-yi-yi-yi. so funny. I don't. Let me just say, I don't believe it, but I've read all of it, and it's the funniest stuff I've ever read. It is up there. It is hilarious that people believe this—that they did a, they had a body double <laughs> out there. And it just and happened went. that the cameras couldn't cut through the snow, and it never stopped snowing.
5: Right,
4: and you can never Right,
3: and then the thing over his face. Everybody's like, "Well, why didn't
4: you guys have an interview?" Because you know he wants to save that interview.
3: Why?
5: Make some money. Oh, holding out for the Scrooge. Somebody will pay him. All right. I mentioned the Cowboys. Did you see the tweet that the Cowboys put out? Yes. Yeah. They. Oh. I mean, like, who is running <laughs> their Twitter account? I don't know, but. Oh, my God. <laughs> It's, uh, I'm like, man, if I were Dak Prescott, I'd be ticked off at this one. I didn't see this. So the Now, again, as I said to Al earlier, for context, they put underneath. The, it's still not good, but they did put underneath Dak on the loss to the Niners. Quote, unacceptable, 100% on me. So they have a picture of him on the bench with that quote from postgame. The tweet above that was... <laughs> Dak Prescott gave ball away twice in a narrow loss to the 49ers in a matchup the Cowboys had a chance to win if they didn't again generate self-inflicted wounds. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Sucked ass. That is the Dallas Cowboys social media team putting that out there. Now, again, they put the quote underneath. Unacceptable. 100%
3: on me. But still, I agree. Ass. all right. I mean, who, Jesus, who put that Jerry. out there, Micah Parsons? <laughs> is he running that account now. I, I, don't I, you know. Know, I,
4: I would think that Jerry Jones put that out there because he doesn't have much time left. That's uh, oh, probably what off, it man. is. Yeah, right, yeah.
3: Don't start this from his bad. deathbed. He's Stop tweeting. It. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I gave the ball away twice. Too many times. Somebody hit send. I don't have the strength.
4: Uh, I may not make it through the offseason. season.
3: <laughs> you
4: guys,
5: done. Yeah. Uh, Tom Brady told Jim Gray he wasn't sure about his future.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: Said if he and knew, he'd and tell you. <laughs> so we shall see. Pitchers and catchers report to spring training in a few weeks. Just one clip from Brian Cashman, who was on MLB Radio yesterday. I didn't think I would have heard this in uh, late January, but here we are. uh, Pretty sure that he does know who will be their starting left fielder when the season begins.
2: We followed clearly Aaron Hicks' rehab from injuring his knee in the playoffs. He's fully recovered now. I suspect he will be the guy that emerges because he's still really talented and everything's there. Mm.
5: Uh, Brian Cashman sucks. uh, (laughs) I really thought they would have figured something out at this point, but if they believe that he can be the player he was, it makes sense. Yeah, but He is, was a
3: good player
5: before I know, the injury I It's pivot time. But <laughs> pivot
3: time This feels eerily similar To hanging on to Gary Sanchez Two more years than you should have
5: Brian Cashman Has not earned the, the right. right To
3: rebuild this team The way this team Needs to be rebuilt <laughs> The right <laughs> oh.
5: Oh, He's got it A big fat new contract too Yeah it's true yeah. Anyway, so that'll be interesting when we get to spring training, where they're at there. NBA tonight, Knicks home for the Cavaliers. One quick one from the league, too. Only because you had a nine-game winning streak come to an end.
3: That was steal. He stepped in, knocked it away from Jalen Brown. Leading the break, he'll give it to Bancaro. A two-handed dunk, and the room- this place
5: yeah the magic of all teams they and i know they've had actually pretty good success against boston which makes no sense uh they beat the celtics 113 98 snaps a nine game winning streak uh for boston as they see that go by the boards and speaking you know we always talk about the three-point shot the bucks last night they win 150 to 130 over the pistons Ugh. they were 23 of 52 from three-point range <laughs> they only had 90 field goal attempts 52 of 90 were from three, but they yeah. made 23 of them, so in this case, it did work. Giannis had uh, 29 points and 12 rebounds, uh, and I believe Detroit shot 34-3, so a grand total of uh, 86 three-pointer shot in that game last night. The game has changed. College basketball tonight. Rutgers home for Penn State on WCBS 880 at 6.15. Rangers played the Panthers last night with Aaron Judge in attendance, and they certainly gave the fans something to enjoy. Here comes Benarin racing in. Sanders! Oh! Yeah, made it. Mike uh, Zbigniewicz. Mika, yes. Uh, they wound up winning 6-2. He scored two indeed, 22 on the season. Jimmy VC's second period goal would prove to be the difference as the Rangers beat Florida 33 saves for Igor Shosturkin. And the Islanders continue to struggle as they lost to Toronto. Here's Austin Matthews on
3: break. Right. Matthews gets it and he scores. Another long range.
5: The Islanders led this game 2-1 and then watched Toronto score the next four goals. And they lose in Toronto by the score of 5-2. So the Isles slide continues five in a row and nine of their last ten. The record has fell to 23-21-5. Tonight you've got the Devils taking on the Las Vegas Golden Knights. so
3: I'm going to the Isles game on Friday. I know, that so sounds fun. Better turn it around. That game, I don't want to see no uh too many injuries
4: not, not enough goal scoring and uh you know they've lost a couple defensemen. I mean it's just been a mess of a year for them.
3: Are they playing Friday night that you're going to see the Red Wings. Wings? Nice. All right. Yeah. I saw the Red Wings in Dallas. Oh yeah in December. Look at that. Who would have thought that fact. both of us would have seen the Detroit Red Wings in person over the last six months? Nobody. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs>
6: not even us. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news
3: For Reggio on the fan and CBS Sports Network in 15 minutes, Eddie the Picks jockey is going to join us. Boomer had a call with a dentist in the Maryland area that is going to take a look at his mouth and see if we can get him some new teeth uh, with the money that was raised on his GoFundMe page. All right,
4: so let me ask you this now.
3: Yeah. Who is
4: handling the GoFundMe page? Is, is Eddie have uh, the ability to handle that or is Danielle handling that? Danielle is handling that. So that means we'll have to write a check to the dentist for the for Friday. Yes. So somebody'll have to somehow we'll have to get Danielle involved in all this
3: now. That is correct. Well, Danielle volunteered for this and if you don't know what we're talking about, Danielle is also a listener who felt like she needed to immerse herself in this quagmire of craziness, <laughs> so she got right in. And now she's not going to be able to get out. So she's the one who's going to have to, I guess, extract money from the GoFundMe at this point. Yeah, that's how I don't know how that works. Neither do I. But it's not our problem. So
4: <laughs> figure it out. So Al, I know you've been in touch with Danielle and you've been in touch with uh, this other guy or no? No, just Danielle. Just Danielle. And she's she's ready to rock and roll with this GoFundMe page. I believe so. Yeah. You sure you're all over this? I'm you not sure about You're just leaving <laughs> hanging out there.
0: I'm not leaving it hanging out there, but I'm also not getting my entire life twisted into their craziness. But I'm... I'm no, I'm, but
4: well, we need We need a... Um, liaison.
0: Liaison. Yeah. And you're our
4: liaison. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I'm good so far. I'm liaisoning. All right, so, you know, we hopefully are going to have the first dentist visit on, fri- on Friday. We'll right.
3: have to pay for that. Okay. Well, depending what... You know, Eddie says here, you know, we haven't talked to Eddie. We, well, you know, things don't just go by the book with Eddie the Picks jock He could be afraid that is going to put some implant in his teeth so that people can track him. Yeah, that is true.
0: Which is I've also, heard you know,
4: Listen, nobody's
3: mm-hmm. tracking him.
0: He's also very concerned now because when he went to Philadelphia, his dog missed him too much. And it's, it's becoming a situation. like He's now worried to leave his dog. So the dog may have to go to the dentist. Okay, are dogs
3: allowed in the dentist yeah, office? I don't, I don't, I, you know, I doubt it. I mean, I'm—I I'm,
4: don't know. I can't—I can't speak this. I just met this dentist the other day on the phone, so.
3: Now I I don't like to do this, but you could put the window down and keep the dog in the car for a little bit if you're not gonna be gone for very long, as long as the windows are down well, and going to be driving Eddie to the dentist, yeah, but right? just bring the dog with you in the car and the person with yeah, the other person. But we might need out. this other person to film this interaction. That's the problem. I want someone filming what's going on. So you got it. so Eddie'll <laughs> go to this dentist with two other civilians, a videographer and a dog walker?
5: I mean, sounds about
3: right. All right. So, I mean, there's got to be somebody else around that wants to glom off of this in it some way. Isn't, is Eddie involved with someone right now? He, he claimed... with what? He claimed he had a girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. But that person has not been... Ever since he said that at the first call, we have not heard anything about her. She was a receptionist, it. if I remember correctly. Yeah, we can get into that with him uh, coming up yeah, at we the top of the house. the dog or something. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe she uh-huh. has a job, though. Right.
4: Maybe she's got an actual life. Bob, by the way, you know, I have now led the dog to water. Now it's time for that dog to start drinking with a straw. <laughs> 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 so uh, I feel like I've done my part and and uh, I, I got people that are organizing this with the dentist office. Now it's yeah. just the fact that the patient has got to get there. right? Right. And absolutely. then somebody has to handle the payment to the dentist office.
3: That is correct. So all of this, we'll explain to Eddie uh, coming up at the top of the hour. Um, so uh, yesterday afternoon, I popped on a new show called Milf Manor. Okay. And I was highly disappointed. I was so into the idea of this show, but it ended up falling flat on its face. Because now the idea of the show was you get all these Milfs together on in some Mexican resort. And then all of a sudden... They you know they date young guys and they decide who they like or whatever and it's just like a dating show but it's like young guys in their twenties and these milfs that are forties yeah I think one of them was like late thirties you had one that was fifty eight yeah so it's like from late thirties to to fifty eight and they open up the curtain to the guys that are going to date the milfs and it turns out that it's each other's sons now when I heard this premise I'm like that is diabolical that is great yeah that's not good though but. What I realized in watching it is everybody knew what was going on. There was no doubt about it. And I thought I was like wait a second. You're going to tell me that they convinced these people that they're them and their sons are going to be on in the same Mexican resort doing different dating shows? Give me a break. They knew exactly what was going on. They knew what they signed up for. This was not a surprise at all. And the whole thing was a bummer. So now I was, you have no idea how much I was looking forward to this MILF matter. I can imagine. And now I'm out after 20 minutes.
4: Yeah, I don't blame you because, yeah, because the premise is not very good. How about if they did it the other way around? Okay, meaning? Older men with, you know, younger who uh, younger women who like older men. Yeah, that's called Boca Raton. Is that- <laughs> okay.
3: All right. <laughs> or Miami. Or Miami. Okay. Yeah, so that's, what, that's what that is. Uh, anywhere in South Florida, that's where that goes on. Okay. Yeah, right. It's the best aphrodisiac in the world. Cash. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, I mean, so this was, this was a bummer. And then the other thing is, too, the, 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 the analysts watch this. You know, They have the mom and the son staying in the same room. So to make it awkward, like if there's going to be some sort of hippity-dippity going on, that if you're going to bed, you might hear your mom slamming it with some guy you just met. So <laughs> Yeah, that's not right. I mean, just, The whole thing weird. sounds
0: weird. The other problem is there's really
3: only one attractive MILF. Which one do you think is the attractive MILF?
0: Um, she's Spanish, I believe. Oh, okay. You like her? Palo, I think her name is. All right, you like All her. All the other ones... Not great. Not so much. And you get used to watching The Bachelor and all these shows, where they have very attractive people. Yeah, I mean, I was, I was a little bit
3: surprised, too. You know, and there was the, the, the one MILF that had the tragedy happen in her life. And I'm thinking, like, that's a lot of baggage for a young guy who's just looking to go to Poundtown. That's all he wants to do. And then this woman's got this tragedy, and it's like, that's a, that's a lot to deal with.
0: Like and all the MILFs have, appear to have fake breasts. Yeah, you have Kelly, right? She,
3: yeah, she's the one who is. She's very, very. She tries to get a guy in her bed the first night. What about Shannon? Yeah, but Kelly's the one. What did What did the guy say? Is like you're trying to get trying to get some skin on night one or something? Like <laughs> the guy said. Yep, there's. Uh, April. She's, Jane. she's sixty. Wow, I thought she was fifty-eight, but she's yeah. sixty. That's the one that Al likes. There. Yeah, Pola. Pola. She's Pola. forty-eight. How about April? Yeah, forty four, there you go. You're looking at all the MILFs. There you go. That's the one with the baggage there, Charlene. What what kind of baggage That's it? I don't know. It's just like I want to just talk about the MILFs. So I don't want uh, to like get into it. her tragedies in her life. Oh, you know okay. what I'm okay. Like it's like that's the other thing too. I feel bad for this woman, but like if I'm turning on MILF Manor, I don't need that. Like he talks about the first thing he's just like the reason I'm doing this is because this horrible thing happened to me. Like like come on, this is this is MILF Manor. <laughs> Like this is not I, I, I don't now I feel like crap. All I want to see is young guys try to have sex with MILFs. That's what I turned this that's why I turned this show on.
0: Right. Early on the MILFs are like, "I'm here because I have a high libido." Exactly. That's what you I'm want like, to "All right, hear. let's yeah. go." Well,
3: if you're looking for that, there are other
5: places to find
3: that. No, I know, but that's all. I, this had the reality type of thing. Oh, Please. The, it's it, but it was to me this was the fact that this was on TLC got me excited because i was like man like milfs are crossing over into mainstream now this is tremendous uh but it is funny so when i was looking for like on the cable guide on uh you know altisa did cable vision or uh, optimum uh whatever it's called now so that i'm looking for it. i type in milfs like milf manor oh my god all the stuff that came up <laughs> <laughs> on the adult channels oh man yeah that was a little dangerous but yeah, so I, I wanted to come here and recommend MILF Manor to everybody and I can't I can't do you it. You can't do you don't feel good about it. I don't feel I good mean, about look,
4: it. Look, and you and Al uh, Al's more into the
3: you know the murder investigation stuff and all too, that yeah. stuff. Murdering really? MILF. But yeah. you and Gina are into like the whole Bravo scene and Well all she's that stuff. into it. So like I was never into it. And just like she now will watch the Mets with me in an important game or the Vikings with me in an important game, I will also now just so we can have milf manor more time together we try to find common ground like temptation island milf manor what did gina think she thought it was a little weird because there's one guy who's 20 years old there and and he can't even drink and then like he's was into like the 60 year old and that was a little much and then his mom is the one who was the very promiscuous one who's trying to get with this guy night one and he's sitting there i'm like this is a nightmare for this guy he can't even drink and he's watching his mom try to you know, this so kid.
4: obviously the mom is uh, she divorced or they lose the husband or what some of them or something like that. Similar, I mean, it's okay. like okay, so like, I'm just thinking that could you imagine that conversation over dinner? Yeah. <laughs> like th- the initial like thought that hey, you want to do this show together, right? right. Well, which is do you agree
0: that they knew like they were, yeah, they tech- had to. It's no way your son is going on a dating show on an island, he may still live with it. mom, right. Right. Yeah, a lot of them do, and maybe he's
4: getting it on with mom's friends. Maybe it's, in real life. So you're adding some credulity
3: credulity to any of these sort of reality shows. It's all fake and script. No, yeah, most of it. Are, most of it is, yeah. But like, like my 600 pound like wrestling. Life, right, my 600 pound yeah. life is totally real, 100 real, because that's like someone going to a doctor and they're following. And the those people, people are stuff.
4: 600 pounds. Right,
3: they're not. They're not faking it because half the time mm-hmm. they can't figure out how to lose the weight, and the doctor comes in and goes, "What are you doing? Dang. I don't know. I thought it was cut back. I only had fifty seven pounds of French fries this month. No. So it's but that that's yeah, okay. real. That's real. But yeah, no, I mean it's it's whatever. It's all entertainment. Everything's just all entertainment, right? We're just all oh, that's what we are. We're So we're, you're going from football to MILF Manor. That's right. And oh. I, I was so into it it's just a bummer. Just what, what, about, was, what about the Knicks? Oh, I mean they weren't on last night. Okay. I mean what do you want me to do? They weren't on last Rangers night. Ranges were yeah, that's right. It's Milf Manor it was. I'm Oof. giving Milf Manor one more episode. Okay, so you've watched two? No, I've only watched one. Okay, so I've only watched one as well. Yeah. You're going to give it one more? I'm going to give it one more. Okay, I'll I'll give it one more with you, and we'll see where we're at. What a waste of
4: time. <laughs> Complete and utter waste of time.
0: I can't even tell Gina that I'm watching it. She's like, what are you watching tonight? I'm like, hey, you know, one of these murder documentaries. <laughs> Milf Manor. Mm. I love the alliteration, too.
3: Like, what should we go with? Milf Manor? Milf Mailbox? All right. Um,
0: Milf Mailbox? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Did Gina would ever want to do one of these shows, Al? No, she does not enjoy okay. these weird reality shows that okay. I like.
3: All right. Uh, give him a sports and we'll come back with uh, Eddie the Picks jockey. And you're going to tell him that he has to go to the dentist on Friday or this whole dream. Of it's over. This magic carpet and then
4: I, ride. And then Danielle can figure out what she wants to do with the money. Right. right. All right okay. Right.
2: Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever. Or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road.